Welcome into what we believe is Odyssey's favorite podcast. That's right. It's time for Name That News. I'm your host, Mark Menard, alongside my co-host, Zach Clark, and we are entering spooky season with our first October episode, but we're also still basking in the glow of last week's episode where we welcomed the one and only Ice-T into the show as our celebrity guest, our second celebrity guest, and now an official friend of the show. If you haven't heard that one, please, after you hear this one, go back and download that one. They're all available for you right there, wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, we both made Ice-T laugh, so we can both die now. I mean, we're still alive, but I mean, if it were to happen today, we'd, we'd be okay with it. We are fully fulfilled at this point in our lives. So we are going to go ahead with this week's show. If you're new to the show, if maybe you're an Ice-T fan who checked us out last week and you're still a little confused as to how this works, I'll explain it. We have gone through a week's worth of news, and we have picked out the clips that we like the best. We've tinkered with them just a little bit. And we're going to get you to try to figure out what they're talking about in these clips. If you get it, then you get the satisfaction of a job well done. A pat on the back from yourself, obviously. We can't do it for you, but you can pat yourself on the back. You know, that's how it works here at Name That News. So let's go ahead and get right into it. I'm going to lead us off this week with a story from the Big Apple, from the city that never sleeps, WINS in New York City, an unlikely front to a criminal enterprise. The weapons and parts that were made with 3D printers found just yards from where children playing inside this At least two of those guns had ammunition inside. So what unlikely business was a front for a black market weapons dealer? Was it A, a daycare center? Was it B, a Montessori school? Or was it C, a pediatrician's office? Look, Mark, there's, there's no good answer here. You wouldn't want to find any kinds of weapons, especially loaded ones, around any of these buildings. And, you know... In New York, they're having problems with uh, daycare centers. At least there's another story out there right now about one that was a front for a drug house and a child died after being exposed to the drug. So I'm going to go. These are horrifying stories. I'm going to go with that same theme, though, Mark. I'm going to say the guns were found near at in a daycare center. I'm going with A. Unfortunately, your, your worst feelings are correct on this one. It was the son of the person who ran the daycare center was running his own criminal enterprise, a 3D printed black market weapons warehouse, I guess, and was doing it out of the place where their parents were running a daycare center. So a bad situation all around. But the police did make the arrest. So hopefully the kids are safe now. Good Lord. That is that is something, Mark. I don't like stories like this. But how about stories like this next one? This person has not been arrested, but they may find themselves in some trouble. This comes from the Mark Cox Morning Show on KFTK in St. Louis. Take a listen. The teacher, she's a 28-year-old teacher at St. Clair High School, said in an interview with The Post that she was on leave Wednesday after they found out that she has... Mark, why is this teacher on leave? Is it A, because she's a weed influencer? Is it B, because she's a creationist? Or is it C, because she has an OnlyFans account? You know, honestly, out of the three, the most troubling to me would be a creationist. I don't know why. It just seems like that's that's not what you want in your educational situation nowadays because of people's views on flat earthing and creationism and all that good stuff. It just seems like... We're making a push towards alternative views in the education, and I don't like that. Weed influencing doesn't really bother me. It's so it's legal in so many places. It's not legal where I where I live here in New Orleans, but 
you know, maybe we're headed towards that direction. I don't think that's going to be as much of an issue moving forward. It's going to be just like vaping like the kids do these days or, you know, the old school nicotine cigarettes. It's going to be the same thing. Uh, and I know when I was in school, there were tons of teachers who went out for a smoke break. So it wasn't that big of a deal back then. I think the most likely, the thing that we see crop up a lot nowadays, are these OnlyFans accounts. And uh, I could totally see teachers who are underpaid, because teachers are all underpaid, making a little scratch on the side with an OnlyFans account, and then you think you're going to be anonymous, you get found out by a parent, or God forbid a student. Uh, I could see that being an issue. I'm going to go with C. She had an OnlyFans account. Mark, you are correct. She did have an OnlyFans account, and the parents in school district were not happy about that, which I understand. But, Mark, you made the point I was going to make, too. We could fix this problem very simply. If you don't want your teachers making OnlyFans accounts, pay them. Pay them, and then they won't do that. They, they don't want to do that. They have to do that. Don't don't make them do that. Right, yeah. Let's, let's go ahead and just pay the teachers a fair salary. I am all for that across the board, across the nation, across the world. Let's pay the teachers what, what they deserve because they put in a ton of long hours, and I know my wife is a teacher. So I am all for paying the teachers what they deserve. Let's go from there to the Lone Star State, KRLD, in Dallas, where uh, something is creeping into the homes down there, and they're not a fan. All you need to do is to go onto your neighborhood's Facebook page, assuming it has one, and you'll see the posts. They're everywhere, making their way into people's homes. So what is invading the houses of the residents of Texas? Is it A, rattlesnakes? Is it B, scorpions? Or is it C, the dreams of watching the Dallas Cowboys in a Super Bowl without having to dig up a VCR? You know, Mark, one of my favorite things in life is reminding Cowboys fans that they haven't been good in 30 years, and they get really upset. Uh, and the more upset they get, the more delighted I become. It's a, hab it's a hobby. It's a pastime. Look, I have learned that about you, and that's why I threw that in as an answer. I appreciate it. Thank you. Mark, I got to tell you, Mark, if I found either one of these under my house, I would never, ever set foot in the state of Texas ever again. When I moved to Tucson, I was told to check my shoes for scorpions. I never saw one. I never saw one. I'm saying rattlesnakes. I don't like it, but I'm saying rattlesnakes. In this case, your experience has led you down the wrong path. I'm sorry, it is scorpions. There is a scorpion invasion in Texas right now. If you're a Texas resident, if you're a Texan listening to this show, I guess keep your head on a swivel because they're out there and they're they're looking to sting. Scorpions, they're just so creepy looking. And then it's even creepier. You can hold the black light up to when they glow. I don't like scorpions. They're very creepy. Ugh, it's unsettling. I don't like it. <laughs> Hard pass. So now we're back to you. And what do you have for your, your middle inning reliever here? Anything, Mark, anything that's not bug related. Uh, this comes to us from one of our favorite podcasts, an in-house product here at Odyssey. This comes from Something Offbeat. Take a listen. And I think if we start freeing couples up to realize there's not a one-size-fits-all that works for all couples, you know, it's not the end of the world or the end of the relationship. Alrighty, Mark, what are we talking about here? Not a one-size-fits-all what? A, sleeping situation, B, parenting method, or C, television and movie-watching preference? I think when you're in the dating process, when you're in the courtship part of your relationship, you get your TV and movie watching preferences pretty straight. So that's not something that's going to crop up later. Unless you're faking it because you know you're out of your league and you're just playing along. I think that you get that out of the way. The sleeping situation, that intrigues me because 
you got to be a little bit deeper into the relationship before you realize how they sleep. They're not sleeping over right off the bat. Parenting method obviously comes even later, but I think parenting methods, I think parents eventually end up relatively on the same page because they have to. So I'm going to go with sleeping situation. Locking it in. Final answer. Mark, that is correct. It is the sleeping situation. The story was about sleep divorce and millennials. The term is sleep divorce, where millennial couples have decided, not not all of them, but as a generalization, that it's not a deal breaker if you don't sleep in the same bed. So it's like we're going back to, you know, Ward and June Cleaver on Leave it to Beaver, or even if you go further back in time when they had their own bedrooms. You sleep in the same bed, someone is inevitably going to roll around, someone is inevitably going to kick somebody in in, in the in the legs. You're not going to like the same softness of mattress. It's just how it is. You know, if this is what it takes to keep couples together in 2023, I'm all for it. Just go ahead and sleep the way you want to sleep. Sleep is so important. Get it however you can. Amen. <laughs> so that brings us to the portion of the show that we call the cliffhanger question of the week. It's a question just like all the other questions, except we don't answer it right away. We make you sit on it for a week. We make you think about it so that you come back and get the answer you've been craving all week. So the cliffhanger question last week was mine. We're going to refresh your memory here. It was a clip from the City of Angels where they're having a little bit of a labor dispute. We will reach into his closet and take every skeleton out that's in there and we will haunt him for the rest of his life to make certain that he never runs for political office ever again. Am I right? Do the right thing, Gavin. Sign the bill. And if you want to around, you are going to find out. A strong clip last week. <laughs> strong words from the Teamsters to Governor Gavin Newsom in California. So why are Teamsters telling Governor Newsom to FAFO? What is the bill on his desk set to regulate? Is it A, minimum wage? Is it B, healthcare benefits? Or is it C, artificial intelligence? I'll tell you what, Mark, whatever that woman's pushing or defending, like, I'm on her team, man. I, I don't want to be across I, from her. That's very I scary. I am frightened. Yes. She is that, frightening. That was very scary. That was very scary. So here's the thing. I mean, maybe it's artificial intelligence. That's a very popular topic right now. But the other two are far more vital to everyday living situations. I'm not saying AI doesn't matter, but I'm going to toss out AI. Minimum wage is a big deal. Healthcare is a big deal. I think it's healthcare. I think when we talk about things that are wildly confusing, wildly expensive, and extremely frustrating, it's healthcare. And I mean, we talk about minimum wages, but I'm saying it's healthcare. B. Well, remember last week we had Ice T on the show. He also chose healthcare. So you are on the same path that he was on. Hell yeah. You're both wrong. <laughs> it is artificial intelligence that has her that riled up. You know, why the computers are going to take all our jobs one day. And I guess they want to make sure that we regulate uh, or at least the Cal state of California regulates just how much AI can control and uh, make sure that people still get that paycheck in their pocket. It was artificial intelligence that had her telling Gavin Newsom to FAFO and see what happens. What would she have said if it was about health care? That's what I want to know. <laughs> you know? Like, oh, my goodness. I, and I mean, and it wasn't just like she wasn't just mad. It was like. The, the threats, 
But and they were very specific <laughs> and they were very graphic. I, we, I I gotta say, I love this woman. I'm very entertained. We will take every skeleton out of your closet and make sure you never run for office again. Like wow. What does she know? She must already know something. I love this. I love it. <laughs> My goodness. I, the dog you want in the fight if she's on your side. Yeah. You know, if I was ever gonna hire an agent, I'm calling this woman. I'm come calling this woman. I mean, where's the UAW? Can we get her in Detroit for a few minutes? We could probably settle a few things right now. <laughs> While I'm terrified, Mark, we are going to move on. And for this story, it comes to us from CBS Radio, which, which can be heard on Odyssey stations across the country. But the clip comes to us from across the pond. Take a listen. Police in northern England say they have arrested a 16-year-old boy for... All right, Mark, not a whole lot of information there. Think of it as Wheel of Fortune and the final round, but you got no letters right when you guessed. What has this UK teen in hot water? Is it A... He cut down a famous tree. Is it B, he tried to recreate the Boston Tea Party in England? Or C, he seasoned his food for shame? Oof, all of those are big offenses in the UK, <laughs> from what I understand. Like the UK not known for its cuisine, uh, I'll say that. We're not answering it this week, but we can talk about it a little bit. Cut down a famous tree, it's very George Washington of him. Uh, but then so is the Boston Tea Party recreation. So are, are we are we dipping back to 1776 here? Is, uh, is it one of these options? Or is it, in fact, that he went Gordon Ramsay and he seasoned his food and now he's he's angered some people who were expecting it to be more bland? I don't know. It was Salt Bay. He came through with his <laughs> elbows and he was just dropping salt everywhere. It was chaos. You know what? They wouldn't object to that because he's so smoldering. They'd be just mesmerized. Got to smack the beef a few times and move on. You know, and here's the other thing, Mark. I know that... We here in the States talk about the Boston Tea Party. It's just like, you know, screw you guys. We're doing our own thing. But like, in reality, uh, probably a crime and also probably stealing. So uh, that would get you into trouble. At the very least, vandalism, I guess. I don't know. I don't either. I don't either. I've never thought about, is the Boston Tea Party a crime? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to be mulling about this one for the next seven days. And we'll come back next week and figure it out. But for now... That is all the time that we have. That's all the show we have for you. Special thanks to Brian Fisher, who helps put the show together. And special thanks to you for joining us. If you like what you heard, then please pound that subscribe button, bookmark us on your browser, set a reminder on your calendar, because we're here every single week with another fresh new episode. Name that news.